the training I give when I'm in mortgage broker offices, it comes down to two things. It comes down to positioning and it comes down to timing, which is true for most things in sales. But what we've found is brokers who do and utilize this program the most effectively are introducing the financial solution earlier in the process. And what I mean by that is when they're originally sitting down with the clients, you know, obviously as a salesperson, we are just trying to solve a problem. And the problem your industry is trying to solve as mortgage brokers is provide funding so they can purchase a home. We found that the brokers that position themselves as kind of that all-encompassing, hey, I am your total package solution. They approach it more as, you know, I'm your concierge to help you out with your financial services journey. What they will do is they'll say, hey, listen, first and foremost, my job is to get you a great rate on your mortgage. I'm going to do my best to get you the best available rate. But I'm also going to get your rates on your life insurance and your home insurance so that you are going to have options throughout that process. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Jeff Hill. Jeff is the founder of Surex. Surex is a national property and casualty insurance company that is partnered with a lot of mortgage brokers and in particular with the submission platforms that mortgage brokers use. So inside these platforms, you can now find leasing by logics and in Finmo, you can get your clients a quote on house insurance, something that everybody needs. And they've got fantastic pricing as well as really, really easy. So we talk about how that whole thing works. Before we jump into that, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform designed specifically for Canadian borrowers. It's very easy to use, not unlike SureX. And as the client's filling out the app, it knows what documents to ask for. As the app comes in, you can search Lender Spotlight for rates and guidelines. And finally, when you go to hit submit, it actually will pull key information from the application into the loan notes to make, again, everything's about speed, efficiency, and making it easy for you as well as the clients. Check them out at lendescom slash Finmo and check out this conversation with Jeff. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Peck here. Scott Peckford here. I'm going to my own name today. I need some coffee. Uh, today, I've got Jeff Hill from Surex chatting with me. And Surex is a company that has some pretty cool stuff that they do. So I'm excited to share with you what they're doing and um, how you can work with them if you like. And if you've got questions, write them in the Facebook chat. So Jeff, how's it going, man? I'm really good. Thank you. Excited to be here. This is fun. I love the uh, Nike Air Jordan behind you there. Have you watched the new movie Air? I have. Yes. I love that. My daughter actually painted that for me. So yeah, that movie, dude, I almost, I'm almost, I'm almost, I almost teared up. That movie was like, uh, was so good. Like if you haven't seen it, just highly recommend that you check that movie out. So it was uh, fantastic. So why did you paint it for you? She knows you're into that type of thing. You're a sneakerhead, or I'm a shoe nerd. Yeah, I, I that's my bad habit is I own too many shoes. And uh, the original Jordan one that you know was featured in the movie is one of my favorites. And so I have several. Do you have that? I have the Spider-Verse one from the Spider-Man okay, movie a couple you know years ago. This one is? Yeah, that's a Jordan 1 low. Yeah. Yeah, I got that recently. And this is the first time I've ever put my shoe on mortgage brokering, <laughs> one of my shoes. And so anyway, hey, so tell me a little bit about, before we jump into this, who is SureX? What do you guys do? What problem do you solve? And how have you guys been helping brokers? That's a lot of questions, but just start A lot off. of questions. So. First and foremost, Surex is an online insurance brokerage. That's the simplest solution. So we launched in 2012 as one of Canada's first online insurance offerings. And we are a true brokerage experience where clients can come onto the website and they can get 10 to 12 quotes on their home and auto insurance, depending on the province you live in. So we are nationwide. 
We're in every province except Quebec. And the reason we're on this podcast, as many of you may or may not know, that about a year and a half ago, we went live with uh, an integration on Phylogics Expert, which allows brokers who use Expert to send over a home insurance referral to us at the time of mortgage origination. And so we've made a very painless, seamless way for brokers to be able to have an embedded insurance solution built into Expert and soon to be Lendesk. We're going live with Lendesk. Well, we are live with our first pilot broker. Yeah, so. with, the, with the first couple of pilots. And so yeah. the idea basically is you're kind of like the true north of the Ron Butler of insurance, property insurance, where you basically will shop a bunch of options and then come back to the client. And in terms of like, so let's say you're in Finmo or you're in Landesk or Phylogics or other platform, they hit the button. So what data do you get and what's the next step in the process? That's a great question. So we get about 40 to 50% of the data we need to do an insurance quote. Unfortunately, you know, the questions that you guys ask as mortgage brokers don't always line up with what we need to do an insurance quote, but we get as much information on the client as we can get and as much information on the property that is input into either platform. So it gets us about 50% of the way there. If the client is buying a new home, it's new to them, and they have an MLS listing, we have a process where the mortgage broker will submit the MLS over to us. We will then give it to the assigned advisor at SureX, and that gets us up to about 90% of the data that we need to do a home insurance quote. So by that point, if we follow up with the client, we're literally asking the client four or five questions, that you know you don't really care about as a mortgage broker, but we need to know things like how big is the garage, how old is the roof, those type of things. And then those four or five questions, we can give multiple quotes. Right. And then, so once you get the insurance, like they agree to something, what happens after that? Like walk me through what happens on Phylogics since you've been on there for a year and a half and already been working with some brokers. So, you know, you hit the button, you guys will get the additional information. Then what happens after that? No, that's perfect. So when you're on expert, there's a little section next to the property tax, you know, condo fees, you'll see a little button home insurance quote. When you hit that, the API triggers into our system, it immediately assigns to one of our advisors. So those advisors are somebody that's licensed in the province where the lead's coming from, obviously, and is ready and available to take leads. So we have an intelligent round robin that distributes our leads. So from a client perspective, the client will immediately get a letter, email from that assigned advisor. Hey, my name's Jeff Hill. I've been assigned to help you out. They then have their Shurex advisor's direct phone number and direct email address. So if they're urgent, they're looking to get some done, they can call that advisor directly. They're not calling a 1-800 number and sitting on hold. Either way, our brokers will reach out, they'll engage, they'll you know find out their needs, build a quote for them, and then we give them multiple pricing. So they'll get to see and select from the various carriers and at SureX, we're fully transparent. So we'll show you which price and which carriers go with what. So you know exactly what you're getting. If they move ahead and purchase a policy, everything's done electronically. So they would just sign online. As soon as that policy is signed for, we have the binding authority to issue that certificate of insurance. So we provide the client with the digital proof of insurance instantly, as soon as the document is signed, and then they can either pass it on to their mortgage broker, pass it over to the lawyer, whatever the case may be. But uh, it's a really simple, clean process that uh, is very, very fast. So if let's say I'm in there and I hit the button and it goes to SureX and your advisor pulls it up, how long typically if they can get the client on the phone to answer those four or five questions till a policy is issued? If everything's smooth as can be and the, you know we're just checking every box and the client likes what they're seeing, we can sell a policy in as little as 20 minutes, half hour. And then they'll get the certificate right away. Lenders usually make that a condition in terms of like, hey, yep. you got to show proof of insurance. And so if 100 people send you an app, so let's talk about some numbers now. 
100 people hit submit to SureX, what percentage of those people would actually turn into actual SureX clients, do you think? For the clients who get a quote with SureX, our closing rate in this program is about 40%, which is for PNC insurance is pretty insane. Our regular, you know, just off the shelf clients who come to us through Google, we don't close nearly, you know, we typically close around 17% is our average. And so we do quite well with the mortgage broker integrations. July of last month, I believe we closed at 53%, which is a record at SureX for the best closing lead source we've ever had. So to be able to close, you know, one and two deals in a month is pretty insane in PNC insurance. So, so why would somebody not close? What are some of the reasons? Is it they already have somebody? Is it they... Insurance at the end of the day, it is a commodity, Scott. And so it really does come down to price. And so if they're just in an area that's been rated poorly, you know, for example, you know, fires are an issue in, you know, out east, fires have been an issue here in Alberta, something like that, where those risks are high. Sometimes different carriers will price things differently. So we cast a wide net, we're able to get multiple quotes, so we're usually able to save people money, but it usually comes down to price. Occasionally, it's weird things like, hey, I'm a high-end art collector. And so I need a, you know, an endorsement for my art collection, and we're just not competitive or for whatever reason. Most often than not, it comes down to price. Right. Okay. So 40, 50% of people will actually take insurance. The brokers who are having, a, there must be some that have a higher success rate than others, but what are they saying or how are they framing this to help their clients? Oh, it's a great question. The training I give when I'm in mortgage broker offices, it comes down to two things. It comes down to positioning and it comes down to timing, which is true for most things in sales. But what we've found is brokers who do and utilize this program the most effectively are introducing the financial solution earlier in the process. And what I mean by that is when they're originally sitting down with the clients, you know, obviously as a salesperson, we are just trying to solve a problem. And the problem your industry is trying to solve as mortgage brokers is provide funding so they can purchase a home. We found that the brokers that position themselves as kind of that all-encompassing, hey, I am your total package solution. They approach it more as, you know, I'm your concierge to help you out with your financial services journey. What they will do is they'll say, hey, listen, first and foremost, my job is to get you a great rate on your mortgage. I'm going to do my best to get you the best available rate. But I'm also going to get your rates on your life insurance and your home insurance so that you are going to have options throughout that process. Home insurance and life insurance are requirements of a mortgage. And we have really qualified vendors that are going to help you out with that. So we find that positioning and timing, the earlier on they introduce it into the process, the more successful they are. And I think it rings so true because all of us, hate the upsell, you know, you buy yeah. the car. Hey, do you want the extended warranty or, Hey, you want, do you want the coat? No, I don't want yeah. the coat. Like most cases, but life insurance is not mandatory. It's a good idea in most cases if you don't have, but certainly property insurance is mandatory from the lender's perspective. So would they send it over before there's even a property? So pre-approval I'm working on it, say, Hey, look, I'm going to connect you with my insurance guy. Or do you only wait till you have like a property in mind? What works better? Typically the latter. Yeah. Having a property in mind and having a funded deal. That is ideal just because we need specific details on the actual property to give a quote. Right. So if you're just pre-approved. It's not just the insurable person. It's also the property. Exactly. Like the actuary science will be like, hey, the type of property is the age of the property, the location of the property based on the postal code. So if we lack some of those details, yeah, obviously we can't give an accurate quote. So the property has to be Selected. So in a perfect world, you hit submit to the lender because you've got a property in mind and then you hit submit to the insurance company and you can do both at the same time. Like yep. that would be ideal. That would like, be hey, ideal. Send it off to the bank or put your lender and then boom, send it off to the insurance. You're already in the software. 
Exactly. And 60 days within closing is usually ideal as well, just to guarantee price. If you're closing like four months from now, it's usually better to wait until you're kind of 60 days out of closing. But if if somebody recruits you now, you guys would know to follow up with them. Like you say, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Part of our technology stack is we've developed our proprietary quota. We've also developed our own BMS system that our brokers leverage. And so, yeah, it's all those reminders and calendar things are built into our BMS. So if you were getting pre-approved and you're purchasing a home six months from now, our brokers would know to reach back out when it's more appropriate. So we can take care of that. Right. Okay. And then what kind of weird and wonderful things do you see that amazing large group may not think of? So one would be expensive art, but what other stuff? Can kind yeah, of it really comes down to anything niche right? And so if you have a client that has a lot of jewelry, right? Or if you have a client that has, you know, a bunch of sports cards or, you know, something, a video game collection, anything that's kind of a weird little niche, you know, collector cars, that type of thing, that's usually a good thing. And it's not so much important for the mortgage broker to know, but it is, you know, if it's a high-end client and they say, hey, listen, this guy has got hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know, he's got five Wayne Gretzky rookies. Oh, yeah. That's something that's good to know. But uh, yeah, those are typically the things that come up. And then the other funky stuff comes when it's older homes. So it's, you know, the electrical is outdated and it requires electrical inspections. Or So from a mortgage broker standpoint, that's kind of the more pressing concern is if it's an older home with, you know, less standard electrical outlets or, you know, older roofs or older plumbing that can often require, you know, some hoops to jump through in terms of the insurance. So there's the property, but what things would make a borrower not qualify? Like if they had big claims that insurer before, or like these are red flags from, I'm curious, like, you know. Not really. Like when it comes to auto insurance, there is, right? If you've had a bunch of tickets and some DUIs and that type of thing, that can obviously affect your rates. But when it comes to home insurance, it really is more based on the property than it is the individual. So the only thing that would cause cancellations within property insurance would be something like, you know, a very outdated electrical box that is no longer up to code. And the insurer would say, hey, you'd have to get that replaced or inspected before we would insure you. So it really comes down to, you know, the property itself. If it's in a floodplain, if it's in a place where there's wildfires, they may choose not to insure it, but those are rare. I've had four floods in two different properties over the last 15 years. And like breaking pipes, like all random. I feel like Noah. It's like, oh, another flood, another flood. And three of them were covered. One of them wasn't. And the one that wasn't covered was because the line broke between the road and the house. And they're like, Mm -hmm. well, the road is like city. The house is the property. And they're like, well, the line didn't break in the house. It broke outside the house. And so it was sort of like this weird, it wasn't a huge flood, but like water basically came into the basement from the broken line. It was a, a bit of a pain to fix, but it can be. That happened in the high river floods a couple of years ago. I remember hearing there was stipulations because there's like backups, right? So your sump pump yeah. breaks and your basement floods, that's covered. But when water is actually coming from outside of the home and exterior coverage, you have to have specific flood coverage for that. So there's yeah. a differences in kind of the nuance of those coverages. So there's if definitely difference in nuance. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in an area where, I mean, yours is, that's just bad luck, right? Like if you go back to the city, you say, what the hell? But if you live yeah, in an area where it could flood. Yeah. But it was actually the line, the line was on our property, on the city's property, they would have covered it. But because it was on my property, they're like, we're not covering it. So then it wasn't crazy to fix, but it was just one of those. But I figured three out of four floods covered was like, that's not unreasonable. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm also like worried that they're like, this guy must, what well, he says bad luck when it comes to water. Seriously, so, that is bad luck. Yeah, like, you know, that's how that works. Okay, so 
basically the ideal would be you're submitting the file. It'd be a great time, unless there's a significantly long on the close, submit it to SureX to get a quote. You guys will do your part, reach out. And then do you notify the broker or what happens then? Yeah, great question. So when you submit that button in expert, triggers a response within our communications platform. So when your client actually obtains a quote with us, we'll send you a notification just, hey, heads up, your client got a quote. So at least you know, hey, they followed up and did it. If the client purchases a policy with us, we send another message to the referring broker just saying, hey, heads up, they bought a policy. And so now you can go back and you can say, hey, I got a policy, you got that proof of insurance. You can now add it to your file or you can say, hey, send that to the lawyer, whatever the case may be, but it gives you that trigger to follow up. Right. Okay. And so every province except Quebec, and you get multiple quotes. Any other thing anybody listening to this should be aware of when it comes to sort of how you guys work? No, I think that's pretty straightforward. You know, like the model we like to use and the, the example we like to use is our technology is very similar to like an Expedia. You know, if you book a trip and you have specific criteria and specific instances when you're flying somewhere, you want to fly first class, no stops. It gives you all the carriers and all the options they have available. Our technology is very, very similar. So we are giving customers transparency and choice. And then I think our secret sauce is really when you are assigned an AssureX advisor, that person you are assigned is your point of contact while you're going through the sales process, but then also down the road. So, you know, two years down the road, if, you know, the flood happens again, you would call that same advisor. And so I think AssureX clients really appreciate that consistency of service. Nobody likes shopping for insurance. It's something we say all the time. We know people, it's not fun. Nobody wants to do it. Right. It's and like, yay. It's like, it's, you have to have it. And well, you should definitely have it, but it's not a fun thing to shop for. Not like and, then, and then when things go sideways or you need to make a change to your policy, you kind of just want to be able to get that done and talk to the person you need to talk to. You don't want to wait on hold. You don't want to, you know, get through to somebody, only realize you're in the wrong department, get transferred again. And so having that direct contact, that consistency of service, I think makes a big difference. And if you look at our Google reviews, it's very rarely somebody says, hey, SureX is awesome. Most often I'll say, hey, my broker, Ryan Hall is great. Karen went above and beyond. And so it really is that more one-to-one relationship, which is very similar to your industry. It doesn't matter what brokerage you go to. Nobody cares about if you're DLC or Verico or whatever the case is, they have a relationship with you as their broker. And we are very, very similar, even though we're an online entity. Right. They don't care about the brand behind it. They care about, do I trust this person? Do they seem like they know what they're doing? And that's the number one thing. Is there anything else that I should have asked you about what you guys are doing that would be helpful for people listening to this? I almost don't want to say too much too soon, but we have one thing that we are working towards is obtaining group rates for mortgage brokers. So we've been able to do that in other partnerships. And a lot of times carriers are hesitant. If you're a Costco employee, they love to give you group rates, which is whatever. But uh, when it comes to actually getting rates for your clients, that's much harder to achieve. And the strength of the file submissions we're getting through Expert and soon to be Lendesk have been really impressive to our carrier set. And so we are getting very, very close to not only being able to offer group rates for every single mortgage broker, but then affinity rates for the clients as well. So not only would this be the simplest, easiest way for your clients to get a home insurance quote, we should be able to have exclusive rates. And I, you know, I don't want to speak too soon, but I am confident that we're going to be able to get this across the finish line. So might be another month or two, but when we get that done, we'll be making some noise that we'll uh, make some noise, yeah. Yeah. One other question I have because I had that Airbnb for a time. And so that insurance is definitely was more expensive than a regular. So if somebody's buying a property and they're planning to use the rental or an Airbnb, obviously you need to inform your insurance reps so that they get to the proper insurance because you don't want to be not covered. What have you noticed when it comes to those types of 
policies when it comes to like Airbnb and stuff. So different carriers have different appetites with that, you know, and some are a little more accepting of those than others. And that's where I, again, our breadth of carriers makes a big, big difference is that we're able to get pretty competitive pricing for, you know, rental properties or, you know, Airbnbs and those type of things, given our breadth of product offering. But, you know, that's usually the case is, you know, some carriers like, no, we don't want those. There's too much risk. We don't know who's going to be there. And other people are like, yeah, it's fine. And they price it in. I think mine was like double basically to make it an Airbnb versus like, I'm assuming we're not because they were like, there's just more, you know, claims, more risk type of thing. And typically the Airbnb rates are even higher than it would be for just a standard revenue property, right? Because with a revenue property, you're signing one lease with one tenant, you get to vet them. Airbnb obviously is, you know, revolving door of clients. So those tend to be the more expensive of the right. But if, you're, if you have an Airbnb, get the proper insurance. Don't yes, cheap absolutely. Out don't try to be like, oh, I don't want to, you know, because you were trying to save a buck on it. It's not worth it. No, no, because um, if things go sideways and then it's very easy for the carrier, like, hey, you didn't disclose that this was an Airbnb, we're not going to honor the claim. And right. it's simple as that. Then you're out of pocket, which sucks. Right. Just like my flood between the two properties, between the property line and the property. So, so, okay, basically the best way to find you guys, right, you're baked right into Phylogics. You can be into Lendesk. You're piloting right now. Where else can they find you if they're looking for you online? If you want to say hi, stop by and look at charx.com forward slash mortgage broker. And if that's kind of our page where you can book a demo, you can talk to us. So if for whatever reason you haven't heard of this, this is new to you and you say, hey, I've been using expert or I'm on Lendesk, I'd like to learn more surex.com forward slash mortgage broker. And then you can book a demo with anybody from our business development team. And we can kind of walk you through exactly everything we talked about, the process for your clients, the success stories we've had, and kind of uh, get you up to speed on what we've been able to do over the last year and a half. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, thanks, Jeff, for coming to chat with me. And we will be chatting again soon. I know that for sure. Scott, appreciate it. All the best. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks again for listening. And uh, hopefully you start thinking about these things, you know, I think to create a better experience for our clients, we want to make sure that we're managing some of these things, you know, the lawyer, the insurance company to create a great experience so that if there's a last minute problem on a file, what's going to happen is everybody's going to point fingers and blame. And if you're the broker, you kind of are to blame because you should be the quarterback, in my opinion, you're taking care of the money, and you should be quarterbacking the rest of it. Check those guys out. And thanks again for listening to this episode. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.